This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. So where are we right now, John? We're uh, up at Fanime. Yes. Fanime, you guys have been great. Um, we always uh, give you the love, even though, um, you know, it's like, hey, um, bring some of those older elements back. We like those, too. But you know what? What? Things yeah, it's move like, on. It's like I, would, I would just, like, kill for, like, you know, like a... Uh, like a fun that just says like, hey, you know, it's like if you want to re- register for like professional registration, like we try to do, it's like you know, it's like actually like give us you know like uh, like like professional registration rooms or whatnot. You're sitting in one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting in your room, John. <laughs> yes, that's right. This is a this is a professional registration room, and they've done a pretty good job at actually providing them, and I have complete faith in the system that they will continue to do that for us. So excellent. And your opinion is? Well, my opinion, my opinion is like you know, it's like I would just love love to see them set up some sort of like um, separate professional registration that actually like gives us a registration room. It's like as we as we register like for um, professional registration and all. So, so there you go. Uh, okay, all right. It's been a good act of faith so far. Anyway, we're not here to talk about rooms. We're here to talk about fanime. We're here to talk about um, whatever it is that you've got it's, stacked it's our, in it's front our, of me. It's our one I guaranteed a manga um, title, um, like on um, podcast of the year, because you know, if we're going to a um, like um, Japanese culture and um, it's like and it's like and like and manga um, like podcast. Like I'm like I mentioned that we are going to talk about manga regardless. Okay. So, so what manga do you have? Alright, so basically this is going to be um like Hidden Treasures of Manga Part Three. Alright. So it's like I like to think that I like you know, can keep doing these like indefinitely, but you know, this year was a lot harder than usual because when I sat down and read, you know, some t- some um titles that I thought, okay, hey, you know, I remember this being great. And then I reread them, and they go like, "Oh, wow! This you know doesn't quite work out like as good as I thought." It's like maybe it's because you know it's like I'm like getting old and getting into my late late thirties and early forties. Don't admit that. Yeah, no, no, it's true. <laughs> so it's like I'm, but the thing is, like my collection is so vast. No, 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 really, it is. And yeah, you know, John, you can back me up on this. Yes. Yes, volumes, ladies and gentlemen, volumes. Yes, like I like there's like you know plenty of stuff I can bring up as far as like you know like good stuff that um it's like good good manga titles that have like fallen by the wayside over the years and some then at least one title that you know I can't believe is being published today and is going to be and you know it's like uh, that it's so obscure that like, I'm going I have to talk about it right now. But, you know, that's the uh, end of things. And to kick things off, you know, it's like it wouldn't be a Hidden Treasures of Manga um, podcast if I didn't talk about a Dark Horse title that, you know, I wasn't um, really obscure and all. Now, it's like I've you know, talked about how, you know, it's like like Dark Horse has, you know, like like isn't really all that great about promoting their titles. Like, you know, for being stuff that I really like, like in this endless world. Or like you know series like um, like like Rico the Zombie Shop that you know have just like completely fallen by the obscure wayside, or you know it's like you know the Kurosaki Corpse Delivery Service, which I would love to ask um, like the great Carl Horn about at Funny, but he's apparently not 
coming this year, so that's disappointing. Anyway, but you know, so 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 what? Um, Dark Horse manga that I have to talk about this year. Well, it's about one the uh, one of the authors who was about who has produced one of their best-selling series of all time. That would be Berserk. That would be Kentaro Miura, who prior to um, working to doing. Um, you know, Berserk, he um, did a couple of series with um, Bronson, who um, is best, who is um, best known as, um, it's like, who, uh, as the creator of um, Fist of the North Star with, um, with mangaka, um, te, um, Aikara Tetsuo. But he's also um, known by his real name, um, Shofumimura, um, as, the, as the creator of, um, like of Sanctuary with um, with Mirochi Ichigami, and who also did um, another a uh, it's like another um, like hinders of the manga title that I talked about in years past. Um, Sanctuary, uh, not Sanctuary. Sanctuary was his um, respectable um, like like um, like aunt like um, like mob, mafia title working with the uh, um, political title um, series. But no, he did. Um, like um, strain with um, Ryo Ichi Ikigami. It's like, and they, and he did. Um, it's like, and that was great fun. But um, but Bronze, but um, Bronson is his real name, and when he's using Bronson, it's like that's when he's doing his um big pulp, like you know, like like um, he's doing like his like I'm doing like really crazy over the top stuff, such as the case with King of Wolves, King of Wolves. Is a story of a uh, of a woman um, named Kyoko, who um, whose um, lover, um, uh, it's like um, Eva, um, disappeared um, about a year, about a year ago. It's like, and she and as she tries to find out what happened to him in the uh, Chinese wastelands, she gets sucked into a time portal, and um like and sent back to the year like you know like the eleven hundreds. When um, like you know Genghis Khan was um, ruling the wastelands, and then she finds out that oh her lover her lover Iba is um it's like is it's like is um fighting in a uh, it's like it's like in a it's like in a uh, col in a um, coliseum um fight tournament turn fighting it's like and he's um you know he's he's um like like laying um like people out but he's also um it's like you know it's like just trying to survive in order to like, get back to the woman he loves but um as he but like as he keeps fighting it's like and as he's um, eventually reunited with with Kyoko and um then he's um like brought before the um the Mongol king Genghis Khan well he finds out that you know Genghis actually has a connection to a um a, a very direct connection to one of um, Jap Japan's um, like great folk heroes, sleep from the tale of the Heike. Um, it's like in, you know, it's like I um, now. It's telling that um, Dark Horse, um, you know, published um, these like two early works from Mira because you know it was like like Berserk has sold like millions. No, well, okay, not millions, a million plus copies of the series for them. It's like and so they they wanted. Bring out Echo. All like any any stuff that he's done for, like um, prior to that, like you know, so that they can publish as well. King of Wolves. It's like when I first read it, it was 
all right in the sense that I thought that the um, the connection to Genghis Khan was kind of like like hokey and all. But then um, rereading um, the other series, early series he did with with that Miura did with Bronson, um, Japan, which is kind of like a really um, like a Japan first type story. That's kind of like a um, yakuza guy who's like you know bringing like his um, like his uh, the, the girl he loves and all these like um, no good um, like um, youths who don't like appreciate you know what like what it takes to be Japanese and all. It's like that was that's just kind of really ridiculous and kind of silly. King of Wolves like at least has a um, like an amusing and interesting connection to it's like um, it's like two it's like um, to one of the great um, con conquerors of like of history in, in Genghis Khan. Like it's, it's like yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's fun. It's like and you can read this and look and appreciate just you know, like um, how like like how um, Mira's style. It's like his like his big burly guys, um, like style that you see with Berserk. It's like um, evolved from from the beginning. It's fun. It's like is it kind of ridiculous? Yeah, but it's like I I enjoyed it overall. Now, going from the uh, going to the other end of the spectrum, and in a uh, series I think John would say that I am, that, like, what? No, like, surely that you can't be serious for, like, um, talking about a series like this, but I'm talking about um, Shirley from um, Kaoru Mori. Now, if you hear Kaoru Mori, you think, wait, isn't she the uh, person who does, um, it's like um, a bride story, and maybe even that um, Emma series that I talked about um, so long ago. Well, yes, yes. In fact, I may have even talked about this series like a while ago, but you know, it's like I haven't talked about it in terms of these um, specific podcasts and all. But um, surely, it's like the majority of this of this volume. It's like it's from DC's defunct um, CMX um, manga imprint, but um, it's telling that you know, like that um, Emma. Was so successful for them that they wanted to bring you know um, Mori's other um, made series like into English. It's like and surely is a story of a um, it's like of a um, like of a, of a barmaid um, named Miss Bennett who um, like who like uh, she's you know it's like you know not not kind of middle kind of middle aged but also just like you know she's. You know, just like wants to like have some sort of like um, ease in her life after like you know ser servicing like you know like a after working as a barmaid during, during the day, but then she um, gets she winds up um, like hiring this um, girl named Shirley. She's 13 years old, and um, the reason that um, I surely applied for this is like, hey, um, Miss Bennett um, forgot to indicate a, a a specific age limit for you know working working as a maid in her household. And, you know, it's like, and um, even though, like, um, Shirley is, like, very young for this type of job, she's, um, she's extremely good at it, and it's fun to see um, how, she, like, how she, um, like, how her skill, like, um, works in um, Miss Bennett's household with, um, you know, like, her, like, skill, skill at dress making when Miss Bennett gives her a, uh, like, a young, young doll to play with, or when, um, like, Miss Bennett, um, has to deal with her um, aunt. I can say, okay, well, why aren't you um, married to a good man right now? And Shirley has her own thoughts about that. It's like it's like if you liked um, Emma, it's like um, Shirley is an essential. Um, well, it's a, one. It's an essential read, but it's also you know it's like 
deeply kind of fluff as well. But because it kind of reads like a dry run for Emma. It's like in that regard. It's like there's also a, because uh, like, you know, like the majority of the uh, volume is concerned with Miss um, Bennett and um, it's like in Shirley's relationship. There are also two um, subsequent stories that involve a, uh, it's like a maid um, dealing with her, um, like her younger, um, like a male um, ward. It's like, like a Miss Miss Nelly and me. It's like and that's that's kind of fun as 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 you find out just you know how um, this maid has to deal with you know a uh, younger uh, male ward, like as he, uh, it's like as he wants to like get her attention. It's like and um, it's like and eventually um, de um, determines that you know like hey she's not worth she's like there's other things that's more important than like you know getting getting my maid's attention and all. And then the um, final, like, let's see, the final story, which um, has, um, which has a maid um, dealing with, with, uh, like, a maid, Mary, dealing with, um, like, a, a John Bolton. It's like, a James Bolton, my bad. It's like, who is, like, a inveterate prankster. Like, you know, just, you know, the kind of guy who will just, like, you know, flick things at, it's like at the maid just to to get her attention, or you know it's like um, deal with trip wires in order to um, have like things fall on them from as they come in from the door. It's you know actually kind of fun. It's like, and since it, you know you look at it and go it's like hey you know, it's, like, it's like yeah this is kind of annoying but you know it's like there's like he this is kind of what he does. It's like and you know it's like like his pranks that kind of make things a lot more interesting than they would be it's like if. You know, he'd just been a uh, normal, like, boring type, um, like, it's like, I'm landlord and all. So, surely, it's like, like I said, if you're, if you're invested in, um, Mortis, um, like, a maid's, um, type, type tales with Emma, it's very much worth, it's like, worth picking up. Um, it's out of print, officially, because, uh, CMX is kind of a disavowed imprint, these days, but, you know, it's like you, according to Amazon, you can probably still pick it up for, you know, 10 plus bucks. Like, there we go. These days. Um, King of Wolves, however, <laughs> you're probably going to pay a lot more. Um, same goes for a uh, ancient Tokyo Pop series called Stone by um, Hiromoto Shinichi, who also um, did one of the uh, Star Wars um like adaptations for Dark Horse, um, back back in the day, Stone um, is a is a story of a um, it's like of a girl named Zizi who was adopted by a uh, it's like it's like by a group it's like by a group of um uh, uh, let's see what's what's her of um sand like um sand sea hunters because like this take this series takes place in the uh, future of Earth. That has been like um, dominated by quicksand, and it's like in it's like in sand that has become sea, <laughs> and all. It's like yeah, I know it's ridiculous, and the the uh, the acknowledgement of this by given in the first volume by um, editor Bryce P. Coleman um, is kind of fascinating in the sense that you know it's like he acknowledges that yeah, this series, these this two volume series like draws a lot of um, familiar stuff, you know, it's like from, from Star Wars, of, 
of course, in the sense that you've got a, uh, it's like a, uh, like a Destined Hero, you got a, um, like a, uh, like a, like a scurrilous rogue in the form of, um, Sub, who, um, runs the, uh, it's like the, uh, the, the, uh, Sand Pirate, um, like, side of, like, um, side of the story. But this, but this series, like, you know, like, even this, it's two volumes, and, like, there's a lot of fun, a lot of fun to it. Specifically, in fact, not only just the, the presentation of it, in the sense that, you know, it's like, um, it's like the, uh, it's, like the uh, like presentation of the series, like is presented in manga scope. It's like in the sense that you're acknowledging that yes, this is like you know we're it's like doing we're doing this in a uh, like we're acknowledging the series like owes a lot to like stuff that has come before, but it's also um, but it's also it's like you know it's like it's it's like it's done done with a lot of passion as well. I mean, I think that the like reading these two volumes, I mean, you could easily write it off as as a series that you know, like, could have run for like you know, fifty or sixty volumes. It's like in its like you know, epic tale of like you know, people fighting in the uh, fighting for the uh, sand sea survival of humankind. But in when it's run down in two volumes, as I think that um, that's that um, Sinichi managed um, was intending it to run. It, it actually plays out as a as a good um, it's like um, novel as a good movie as well. So I so I it's like I enjoyed it. I mean yeah it's like yeah you could say that it's like barring a whole lot of stuff like um, from its from its antecedents you know like like Star Wars specifically. But overall it's like it's a it's a lot of fun. It's like and yeah it's like it's uh, it's like. If you want to um, actually see whether or not I'm right, it's gonna cost you right through the ass, according to Amazon, because like these two volumes, um, yeah, it's like they're not easily uh, acquired, which is which is disappointing. But but Stone um, has lots of passion in its in its storytelling and in its art, because um, um really um, it's like um, went balls out in. It's like in in displaying like you know just like what he was capable of here. It's great fun. It's like and if you can get these two volumes, it's like it's it's like it's definitely worthwhile. Now, a series that that um, was also published through Tokyo Pop that I liked was in one volume was um, Smuggler from Shohei Manabe. Now there was clearly some guy at Tokyo Pop who liked this guy because um, they also published his series Dead End. Which was a uh, surreal, like which is a surreal, um, crazy series about people trying to figure out just what the hell was going on with their lives. Um, it's like, and that I might do that. Talk about that series in a, another um, edition of this, like this particular um, podcast at a, at a certain date. But um, Smuggler is a the Tokyo Pop, the Tokyo Pop edition at least, and I'll get to that why I have to distinguish between the Tokyo Pop edition. Like in a bit because, like, this is a story about a guy named um, um, Yosuke Kinuta, who, um, you know, like was working for a um, a, a yakuza um, group in order to um, like you know get money get money for them. But he but he fucked up, um, and uh, wound up having to uh, work for their um, you know like um, body um, disposal business. It's like um, along with a uh, guy named. Um, Let's see, uh, 
guy named Joe and an old dude named um, Noboru. It's like in order to um, dispose of um, bodies from like crime sites as well. As well, it's like so you know, it's like that's that's kind of a, that's an interesting like uh, setup to to you know, talk about. You know, hey, what do we do for you know how? What's a good setup for a story? It's like we've got you know, hey, these guys who are trying to dispose of dead bodies and all. That's pretty cool. Um, but Smuggler also um, talks about how a how these two um, hired killers, Korean hired killers named Spine and Gut, um, wind up um, killing a um, Yakuza crime boss and um, are then um, uh, captured. Well, let's see, uh, Spine is, is captured and um, he, I think he's, well, he's going to have to be disposed of by, um, by Kinuta and his crew. Except that um, Kinuta fucks up and um, now he has to pose as Spine in order to convince the Yakuza guys that, you know, he's, that, that, he, that he's been, like, disposed of. You know, it's like, it's, it's a good, it's an interesting crime, crime tale. And um, that, that on one hand would work on its own terms, as, as I described, you know, you know, what happens to Kinuta, like, after he's um, forced to pose as his crime lord. But um, Manabe also um, has this interesting layer of, fact that you know Kanuta like has also like you know tried to um like you know be an actor as well like that's but um he kind of but he kind of failed at that and that but also there's an acknowledgement in a lot like in the uh, course of the series that you know he can um that he can work in this as long as he commits as long as he commits to it so it becomes a question of like you know, can Kanuta commit to being um this killer in order to um, make this um, make his passing as this, as spine work and save his life, it's an interesting story, and I really it's like I really liked it on the, in that regards. Now, I was also surprised to learn after checking things out that um, Smuggler hasn't reissued in a expanded edition from One Piece books. That in that um, it is also included a um, that this new expanded edition, which is like like say like over 300 pages includes a um, additional story from Manabe as well as a prequel story um, for Smuggler as well. Um, this is also likely because Smuggler's made into a live action series, live action a movie a couple of years back. I haven't seen it, but you know if they um, hew closely enough to the uh, story of the main series, like of the series itself, then like I I think that's probably gonna be really worth checking out. You know, it's like, I don't know if it's actually going to be shown in front of me, but John and I will probably find out about that in a little bit. Probably, probably not, but hey, hope springs eternal and all. All right, but, you know, it's like, so Smuggler, like, definitely worthwhile. In fact, like, I think, like I said, all, like, King of Wolves, Shirley, Stone, and Smuggler, definitely worth your time. Same goes for a series I'm going to cheat for um, this description of Hidden Treasures of the Manga, you know, like these series, these other series, are like, you know, series that are like long out of print, and you're probably going to pay through the nose for. But there's one called um, this new series that I, that came out just called Dragon Half. Now, if you are a uh, if you are an old as old a uh, um, anime fan as I am, then you will remember that there was a two episode OVA series of Dragon Half that was really funny. And really um, goofy, 
because it's all about a, uh, a half-dragon, half-human uh, girl named Mink who um, falls in love with this, um, this idol named Dick Saucer. It's like in this um, like fantasy world, and she and um, in order to um, become like his betrothed, she wants to find the the Peel potion in order to become like a full human and all. It's like it's these two this two episode like um, OVA series is um, like is great goofy fun, like uh, especially with you know when you get like the ridiculous bits like with um, like uh, Dick Saucer um, finding out that you know like a mink is like a half human half dragon. Um, type char type character, and he has to kill her because like, he's like the dragon slayer and all. But you know, like a mink, um, eventually um, like winds up uh, uh, giving him a uh, like a uh, laxative in order to help him like um, like fight through his uh, like his um, like tournament fighting bit. And you know, whoop, you know things go about as well as you expect there. It's like, and also when uh, mink has to come. Face to face with her, with her um, arch nemesis, um, Damaramu, who um, is a like a big, you know, like big burly, um, like like um, sword fighting type guy, who also has a very compact brain. In the sense that you you throw like like she defeated him once by like um, throwing a lightsaber in his brain, but he lived because he avoided because his brain was so small that. Um, like the um, lightsaber strike uh, missed his brain. That's that's the kind of series you're dealing with. And the manga, published by Seven Seas, I, I'm honestly surprised that this series is even seeing a release in the year of our Lord 2018, because this this is published back way back in 1998, and it's like, wow, it's like you want to post a series that's like over 20 years old, like. In like this year, well, okay. It's like I liked it. Um, like the talent people from my friends in my in my anime club, they liked it too. And that's about you know it for who would appreciate the series. So there you go. So it's like I definitely give um, Seven Seas props for publishing this series in this day and age, and. You know, like their their translation of the of the title as well, because you know, it's like I've seen some complaints that you know, like the translation is too modern and too hip and all. It's like just it, there's too much modern slang in it. But you know, it's like I'm gonna give it a pass because you know, like some of the like the ridiculous bits of this like of this like of the translation, it's like were probably read just as rid ridiculous back in the uh, late '80s. Like the series is literally published as well. So, Dragon Half, it's a series that was destined to become a hidden treasure, like because you know it's like, like wow, it's like who like what um who's gonna want to read a series that's over like thirty years old? It's like in this day and age, I I would for sure, but you know everyone else is like it's destined to become like you know like obscure. It's like as it is published. So, so there you go. Um, five more series that I think are great hidden treasures. One of them like, is you know still being, even though it's still being published, Dragon Half like is like there's gonna be four volumes of it, I believe. But it's obscure as it is, but it's still great fun, and I give great, great credit to Seven Seas for like publishing it as as it is, and the the translation is great fun. So. So, John, um, 
any thoughts on your end? No, so, these are just kind of really interesting though. So, um, um, so the availability on these is going to be a little bit um, spotty on some. Is that what you said? Uh, Smuggler and Dragon Half um, are probably the easiest easiest titles to get a hold of because um, One Piece books did a um, did its own edition of Smug expanded edition of Smuggler, and Dragon Half is still being published right now. So you can easily pick up um, the, like those two. Um, King of Wolves, Shirley, and Stone, um, you may have to um, pay through the ass a bit. Or, you know, if you know a guy who knows a guy, and if it just falls off the back of the internet for you. Or, you know, hey, if you see them at the swap meet at um, Fanime tonight, then there you go. Grab them and pick them up while you can. Okay, yes. you know what you're going to talk about next time? Well, you know, it's like, I guess I have to get sentimental with it, John, because, you know, I guess at this point, we've been doing this for 10 years now, haven't we? That's right. So I think that um, next time, maybe the first of a two-part thing, I'm going back to our very first podcast and all. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right. Laters. See ya.